So that suits it, don't you think? Helen blinked, knowing she had missed something. I'm sorry, what did you say? Just that I'm calling it the catery, Jean replied, talking over her shoulder as she added eggs, then onions to the goose liver. You like it? Or is it, I don't know, too simple? I've always liked simple. Good, because I've already had some little deli containers made up with the name. I thought I'd get a few samples around, you know, to the Ladies' Civic Improvement League and such. Speaking of the LCIL, Helen said, an idea cooking in her brain, the annual luncheon's just about a month away, and I don't believe anyone's been hired to do the food yet. No, they haven't, I checked, Jean remarked, and tapped a spoon in the air. But wait till I show them what I've got in mind, she said, and grinned. Then she fixed her attention on the ingredients to her pâté de foie gras. Well, you've got my vote anyway, Helen told her. The glop they served last year tasted like it was catered by the bait shop. Oh, Helen. Well, it's true, she said, tapping a finger to her chin as another idea popped up. The LCIL has a board meeting in the morning. It could help your cause if you showed up with some of your goodies. That's perfect. Jean's eyes widened. Any suggestions? It all looks good, Helen admitted, reaching over a colander filled with huge mushrooms to snatch a cheese puff from a batch not long out of the oven. She popped it into her mouth, chewing slowly, her eyes closing as she bit into the olive at the center. Was that paprika, she wondered, feeling her mouth tingle a bit, her cheeks flush. And cayenne pepper? She swallowed reluctantly and sighed aloud. When she opened her eyes, she found Jean watching her. Do I pass muster? Jean asked, crossing her arms under her breasts. Or should I quit now before I've started? Helen finished licking the tips of her fingers. Then she brushed her hands together, eyeing the rest of the cheese balls. My dear, I think you've found your calling. Jean laughed. I'll be the Mother Teresa of the card party set. Just give me a hungry bridge player, and I'll save her from starvation with a bowl of artichoke dip. Speaking of mothers, Helen began, wondering if now was the best time to broach the subject of Eleonora Duncan, what with Jean in such a good mood and all. But she swallowed any hesitation and plunged ahead. I saw your former mother-in-law earlier when I was out for a walk, and she was... Oh, I can only imagine what she was doing, Jean said, cutting her off. Her face tensed, and the smile left her mouth, replaced by tight lips. Knowing her, she was probably stealing candy from babies. Jean. Helen softly chided, but she couldn't blame Jean for her anger. Eleonora Duncan had as good as branded Jean a murderer after Jim had died, and all because Jean had been at the wheel that rainy night of the accident. The feud that Eleonora had provoked with Jean made the one between the Hatfields and McCoys look like mere bickering in comparison. Hardly a one of the two hundred inhabitants of tiny Riverbend, Illinois, hadn't been a witness to Eleonora's lingering bitterness toward Jean. 
having an 80-year-old woman call her 60-year-old daughter-in-law Lucretia Borgia in the cereal aisle at the corner market wasn't something one easily forgot. But that wasn't the worst of it. Eleonora had made headlines when she'd used her considerable influence, the type only old money can buy, to push for a coroner's inquest of Jim's death. As expected, nothing had come of it except greater animosity between Eleonora and Jean. Helen went around the island to where Jean leaned over the counter, furiously whisking a pair of eggs to their frothy deaths. She touched her arm, and Jean let out a cry of pain. Helen took the bowl and whisk from her and set them aside. Then she picked up Jean's hands and held them tightly. She's an old woman who wanted someone to blame, and you happen to be it. Tears welled in Jean's eyes, though she blinked mightily.